What do you say? What do you do? If he only had a few years left to live. In February of 2019, I was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Join me as I try and figure out a survival guide and how to get through all of this mess. I'll cover what I'm going through and bring in my past and present experiences. And hopefully, just hopefully, we can find some humor in this crazy mixed up world that will make sense of everything that you and I are going through. So join me, Big Daddy Dave, in my podcast as I try and figure out my survival guide to terminal cancer. Pull up a chair, have a coffee, sit back, and have a listen. Hello, this is Big Daddy Dave. How you all doing? So, I got a question. How do you sum up your life? When you, the big, when you put everything in a big ball, how would you sum up your life? What facts would you count as you? What makes you up? What makes people say, hey, that is Big Daddy Dave. That is like so Big Daddy Dave. All that other stuff, nah, it doesn't seem like him. That's out, what they call out of character. So yeah, what, what sums up your life? Like, would you, like, what do you count? Um, accomplishments through work? Like, you know, you've, uh, you've climbed the corporate ladder. Um, you've done all that stuff. You're, you're a success, you know, started off in the mailroom and now you're a CEO and stuff like that. Um, I don't think things like that happen too much anymore um, and if it does and if, and if that's you that is awesome um, working your way up in a company like that now does that make you up does that's that's what you have summed up to be uh, would you count your children you know like if your children um, are successes if they're they're um, hopefully well adjusted you know uh, they've carried on like can you say do you the things that make you up do you count your children so do you count your you know um, work, children, yeah. what makes up your life? So this week, I can honestly say, and I'm so happy to say this, this week, I am off my meds. Yes, you heard it. I am off my meds. Normally, that would be cause for concern with some people, but I can honestly say I'm off my, my meds. Um, apparently, the, 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 um, the medications that I had to take to uh, to try and keep my cancer under control and to, to just keep things copacetic uh, was just sending me up around the bend, which was a, a fabulous Credence Clearwater Revival song coming up around the bend. Anyway, yeah, it just screwed me right over. Um, apparently what I was suffering from was uh, what they call symptomatic issues. So I would sit down with the doctor, and the doctor's like, "Oh, Big Daddy Dave, how you how you doing this uh, this week? It's been a while since we talked. Uh, are, are there any side effects?" And it, it'd be just like, "Well, doctor, here's volume one. You know, we'll start here. You know, and it's just the list of all the things that were just 
it was just, uh, I couldn't take it anymore. Like, like everything, everything was happening, you know, things like, and I was breaking out in, in hives. Like, you know, it was like, I, you know, you've heard connect the dots. Well, that was me. That was, that was my arms. That's my chest. That's my back. And, uh, thankfully it didn't start heading towards my face or my neck or anything, any, anything that's visible. But, you know, that was just one of so many things like, um, I was drying out like my, my face was dry i had to moisturize um and i had to moisturize deeply and i know um things like chuck norris chuck norris does not moisturize okay uh jean-claude van damme did not moisturize and neither did the terminator or any character that arnold schwarzenegger ever played these men do not moisturize as far as i know i mean you can look it up find out maybe what they're using and and let me know because uh, my 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 uh, my dry skin was definitely definitely out of this world. It was definitely on the Terminator kind of spec of things, and th and that's just two of the lighter side of things that were were affecting me. So I'm off my meds. Uh, way too many uh, symptomatic issues. Uh, I'm gonna my body's just gonna take a break, and then we're gonna go right back at it. They're gonna like pump me full of a whole bunch of other things. Now. One of the things that I've had major issues with are pills. I've had to swallow a lot of pills. And, you know, this is what, what I can sum up my life as. Can I swallow this? Can I swallow this? Apparently, no. I can't swallow crap anymore. I've had to take so many pills, and in the beginning, I was okay. They're like, oh, here, take this. Okay. Here, take that. All right. Okay. Oh, if you're suffering from this and that, then take those. Okay. So I was just like popping things down, and, and um, eventually... Um, I don't know if it's psychological or if it's a physical thing, because uh, uh, ballpark, I think it's anywhere between 25 and I've heard something like 50 different muscles are required, uh, like they're in your mouth and your throat. Yeah, 25 to 50 muscles to swallow something. Um, and apparently there is, a, there actually, there is a, a, an issue. I went to the internet this time, went to the internet this time. And if you have difficulty in swallowing, it's called dysphagia, phagia, dysphagia, I guess. This, it's D-Y-S-P-H-A-G-I-A. -A. Um, pronounce that any way you want. Um, but um, yeah, apparently it is a thing. It is a thing. So um you know, there, and I, I've had so many problems now. So it's like, uh, at one time, some of my cancer meds, I had to go into the clinic, and they would uh, they would administer a few things. And uh, because so, a lot of a lot of these meds are high potency, like th these things are really like do not like they wear rubber gloves, do not um, touch them with a bare hand. Um, uh, so I mean, I mean, these poor nurses, the poor nurses and technicians, are all in they're all in their garb, and they gotta, you know more power to them. I mean, they, they are awesome people. They are awesome people. So I go in there and have a team and they take care of me and they have to wear rubber gloves and, and they put everything, um, all the doses um, uh, into little cups and stuff like that. And uh, I think there's like, I think 21, 21 pills. I would have to sit there and take 21 pills. And uh, in the beginning, it was just like, oh, no problem. But then after that, it's just like, because there's always that one. 
there's always that one where you're doing fine and then it decides, nope, I'm coming back up. Yeah, I was heading down. No, I'm up. I'm up. I'm back. I'm back. I'm the little pill that couldn't, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, it. yeah, you get that one that sticks to your tongue in the back. And then and then now you're like, you know, like, Ugh. and then now the the psychological part of, of taking pills has now taken effect. So I've heard that, you know, if you can take some apple sauce or pudding, um, it's supposed to help. Um, I... Yeah, I guess, I guess, you know what, you know what I do? I, I keep, I eat things. So it's kind of like opening up my throat type of thing. And, and I have to apologize to all the people that had to put up with me and all the food that I brought into the cancer clinic because it was the only way I could take 21 pills. So I'd bring in subs and stuff like that. And I tried to make sure that I wasn't eating food that really smelled, you know, that, that it permeated the air. So people, because sometimes when you're on cancer meds, the smell of water will make you gag it will make you throw up just the smell of water and yes yes when you have cancer and you go through all this stuff you can't smell water you're like a horse you know it's like 25 miles away hey. yeah there's a watering hole over there and i don't like it i don't like it at all and so i had i had to be careful um but there's no other way. I, I, so what I would do is I'd start eating and then popping a few pills and then start. It's so I'm fooling. I got to fool, fool myself, you know, and it's just um, and unfortunately, they couldn't grind it into a powder. Apparently, there's some medications that you can grind up. But there's many that don't. They don't. Doctors don't basically like you grinding up your medication to eat it. Um, I would check with your doctor or your pharmacist because um it can affect uh, the way that the pill, like the medicine, is released, uh, how it disintegrates inside of you. So grinding up your pills and then mixing it with your food may not be the brightest thing you've ever done. So, yes, please check with your doctor to see if you can grind it up if you have uh, a problem swallowing. Um, the other thing I think you, you can do uh, is uh, get one of those pill splitters. Like it's, a, it's like this little plastic contraption. If your pharmacy or pharmacist can't uh, cut the pills for you, um, again, make sure that it's fine first. Uh, yeah, there's like this little, this little apparatus. But you have to be careful because you know what happens, right? When you have a pill splitter, you're like, you're pressing really hard, pressing, 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 and then snap. Um, one pill will will always jettison into the next room you know like these things will just fly and it'll go down the air vent or it'll go into the sink or it'll go someplace under the under the fridge or worse under the stove you do not want to go there on a good day and now your pill half your pill has landed somewhere in that vicinity and it's you know and it's gonna like there's hair and there's grease and it's all mixed in and whatever the cat brought in and and whatever something came from somebody's shoe it always ends up underneath the stove so and that's where your pill the other half of your pill is gonna gonna fly off into not into like some great blue yonder where it's like oh it's easily retrievable right over here nope somewhere there so, um, again, I would check, I would check now, um, I've under, I, as I understand to get dogs to swallow pills, um, apparently if you fire it in the back of the, of the dogs, the poor dog's mouth, uh, I've had, I've had a total of, I think six dogs in my life. Um, and there's been various uh, cases for administering uh, medicine to them. So sometimes if you fire a pill way in the back, um, um, they'll just, yeah. 
they'll get it. They'll get it down. Uh, dogs are pretty good that way. Do- dogs are awesome when it comes to swallowing pills, sort of, you know, because you can just like, you know, coat it in peanut butter. Um, and then sometimes they'll, they'll, you'll fool them with that. I mean, yes, there are dogs that are smart. They'll eventually be like, hey, hey, this, this is not crunchy peanut butter and there's something in here. And they manage to like worm uh, the pill out. But apparently from what I understand, if you put a pill into a dog's mouth and you blow on the dog's nose, um, it'll swallow. Or you can massage the dog's throat. So... Uh, if you are a, a caretaker, if you're if you're a person uh, that's listening to this podcast, and um, and you have to help your partner or your your friend or the person you're taking care of, if you have to help them take a pill, um, right, okay, don't fire a pill into the back of their throat, but I don't know, blow in their nose, blow in their nose and see what they do. You know, like put it in their mouth, blow in their nose, uh, or massage their throats. Yeah, you know what? I, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Suddenly it's just like, nurse, what are you doing? Oh, don't worry. I heard about this on a podcast. <laughs> so come here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there goes, there's an epidemic and it's all my fault. So yeah, I'm sorry. Um, but yes, I'm off my meds. And um, because I, well, I'm just so happy I'm off my meds because I'm so tired of taking so many pills. It's just, it's driving me crazy. And now that I think about it, I think it's called dysphagia. Okay, dysphagia is the difficulty in swallowing. Um, And I must thank you for listening to this without, um, in your mind, coming up with... um, all these jokes that can happen from me having a problem swallowing anyway. Okay. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, and this is a big one. Um, this is not going to be solved, uh, in like 10 minutes or anything like that. But one of the topics, one of the, one of the issues of, of dealing, um, with the five stages of grief, one of them is, uh, it's a big one. Uh, it's about as big as, as anger and it's depression. So, um, you know, what I find, and this is just me, for some reason, I seem to get a little down or depressed at night. Uh, I don't know if it's just because it's, um, you know, it's the the lack of light or anything, but, you know, I can feel it creeping up on me and, and washing over my body. And, and it's weird. It's be weird. I'm making dinner, you know, I'm, I'm making, uh, making a main course, a couple of sides, and I'm waiting for my family to come home. Because, uh, I mean, you know, when we can, we like to, to eat dinner together. Um, and then suddenly, boom, I'm bummed out. It's just like, it's a huge mood swing. And it's, it's like, it's worse than when I was a teenager. And it's like, you know, normally I try, I try and, normally I try and be upbeat, you know, but it's just, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't think I have seasonal affective disorder, which is, uh, is what some people uh, suffer from that from the last, in the winter months, uh, from lack of sunlight, you know, so I, I'm pretty sure I don't have that. Um, from what I understand, uh, serotonin, I think, is associated with uh, boosting your, your mood, and, and it helps uh, a person feel calm. And so lower levels can cause uh, and or lead to depression. Many of the cancer medications that we're taking cause depression. Go figure. Uh, they can alter the chemicals in your body. And if you alter your chemicals, uh, in some ways, uh, it's going to lead uh, to the side effect. Uh, in the long list, I don't know if you've noticed this, in the long list uh, that uh, your doctor or nurse gives you, um, 
um, in the beginning, especially in the beginning when I sat down and uh, they were going to go over the, the treatments and the procedures. Um, right in there, they, they always listed depression. It's, it's like near the, near the beginning. Um, it's usually, it's list. I guarantee you out of like, you know, if you're taking five medications, four of them are going to cause depression. So that's four strikes against you, you know? Uh, and, and it comes, it's, it's in everything. It's in, it's in, um, uh, it's, it's one of the warnings that they give you in like things like birth control. If you take high blood pressure pills, um, uh, oh, you want to fight cholesterol? Well, here, take a couple of pills. It fights cholesterol, but guess what? It may lead to some depression, you know. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to stay cool. I'm trying. I'm trying to stay up. I mean, um, it's. I mean, you know. Let's face it. We can't always be up and happy all the time. You know, uh, I mean, you're coping with some pretty big, heavy duty news, you know, coping with my condition uh, can be challenging at times with all the side effects and, and stuff uh, and the needles I've had to take. I've had nurses come to the house and administer uh, medications and stuff like that. And uh, and dealing with uh, I mean, I've been fairly lucky, but dealing with uh, getting everyone organized, getting this person to come by, getting that person to come over, you know, and if I needed some some dressings changed, having that person, you know, just organizing uh, everyone can be quite daunting and overwhelming. And, and, and after all the dust settles, it's just like, oh, you get so bummed out, you know, it's weird, you know. Um, and uh, I mean, talking about it helps, you know, um, I mean, I mean, to say being diagnosed with any form of cancer is slightly overwhelming. That, I mean, come on. It is. It is it's hugely overwhelming. You know, uh, I would say receiving such news could also be quite a downer. You know, it, it's not happy stuff that we're going through, you know. Uh, but, you know, even doing such things as, as writing and talking about it can bum me out. Like, it, it'll just happen out of nowhere, you know. Um I'm so far right now, um, personally, I'm, ma I'm maintaining my cancer. It's, uh, I went through the chemotherapy and, uh, so I had the big zingers and, um, and, and that alone can cause some, some depression. So it's like, you know what, if you were an upbeat person to begin with, um, you've got every strike, everything is going against you. Everything is coming at you left, right, and center. Um, apparently there are, uh, at least, uh, uh, in Canada here from what I've, I've looked at, I've gone on the internet and there is, uh, there's generally a support group for just about any and every type of cancer that's out there. I'm not going to say like, if you've got something rare, you may not get a, a support group, but the thing is there's something out there. Um, and there's there's some people to talk to, and you know what talking talking is going is I hope it's going to help. I mean, you know what I uh, I had a, a really good friend, uh, the uh, this producer of mine. He uh, he said, hey, let's do let's do a podcast uh, about what you're going through, because you know what I would I would reach out and talk to people like him, and thankfully. Thankfully, I've got people like him and my family. Uh, my wife is extremely um, understanding, 
And um, and I don't feel I have to say that just in case you listen to this podcast. It's like okay, I got to make a note. Um, learn how to learn how to say dysphagia and thank my wife for everything that she's put up with. Um, no, no, I'm saying that right off the bat. Thank you for my family, and this this extends to my cousins and my and my aunts and stuff like that. Um, I lean on them. I reach out to them. I talk to them. Um, it's it's almost like it's a loaded question. Yeah, Big Daddy Dave, how are you today? Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, pour yourself a cup of coffee, uh, get a blanket. Uh, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going through, and I am so very lucky. I have some people that I can talk to. It doesn't fix anything, you know. If if you're down, if you're if you're if you've had the the wind knocked out of your sails, you know, it's going to take you a little while to get back up. You know, um, and, and, and even things like, you know, losing interest in, in stuff that, that you enjoy. Like, you know, I love music. You know, I love music. I love music. You know, like, like, like at any given time I have, I've got a guitar. I've got a guitar like right beside me at almost any given time. And then, you know, I've been, I've been playing guitar since I've been 12, 13. And there's some days where it's just like, I pick it up. And it's just like, oh, I'm going to play some guitar. And it's just like, uh, forget it. I don't want to do this. I just don't. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm, not, I'm down. And like, you know, oh, well, you should write a song. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You know, there, there will be some of, the, some of the things that you enjoy the most. I love cooking. I love cooking. And then sometimes I'm just like, mm, not today, not today. So... We're gonna get back to this. We're gonna get. Uh, we're gonna to touch on uh, on depression um, uh, in other podcasts. But uh, I just want to say, um, hopefully, you understand that you're not alone. There's people like Big Daddy Dave out there um, blowing on people's noses and uh, trying to get them to swallow pills. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah, there's a, an image for you. Anyway, you take care. Please take care. Find a, find a group, find some people, surround yourself with good vibes. Uh, it may not work right away, but let's hope that those people will be there like I'm there for you and you're here for me listening to this podcast. You take care. Bye.